Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What do you love about Minnesota? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What do you love about Minnesota? Let's show our beautiful state a little bit of love because somebody's trying not to. I was going to say, why? Thank you for asking, Bradley. Why? So, okay, th- just go on the journey with me. Okay. Because it takes, there's like two steps. So, I think we talked about it yesterday, maybe Monday. A new Taco Bell is opened in Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. It is the Taco Bell of the future. Yeah, it's like it's like a well, it's the Taco Bell of the future of the past future because it looks kind of like a drive-through bank. Yes, but and it anyway, uses those yes. pneumatic tubes. Yeah. to deliver. Well, you I don't your think foods. it's a t- a, an actual pneumatic tube, but it's like a it's elevator. An elevator. Yeah, that's true. Um, so anyway, so so this thing and ever and it's making national news because it's the only Taco Bell of its kind uh, in the country so far. But they're saying like this is the new thing. We're going to start rolling out these Taco Bells. Great, awesome. We love it when everybody's looking at us here in Minnesota. We shine. Well. Other people want to hide us under a bushel. No. Sunny Delight entered the chat. What? what? I know. Sunny, Sunny D. D. Sunny D showed up and said, This is incredible. What's it doing in Minnesota? Rude. Um, How dare no. they? We do not take kindly to that. I did actually reply. That's nasty. That's I replied nasty. to them. I said, no big deal, Sunny D. We prefer the purple stuff here in Minnesota. Oh! Burn. Burn. Anywho, I thought, you know what? Let's tell them what we love about Minnesota. Yeah. Sunny D, take that. I just, I do also want to credit and pat Sunny D on the back uh, facetiously because clearly they know Minnesotans. Right. Like nothing like a Minnesotan scorned on Twitter, right? Like oh. grape salad, anyone? Yes. Hello. Honey crisp Honey apples, crisp. anyone? We're, we're here to defend our honor. There are plenty of reasons that uh, I, I feel like Sunny, somebody over at the Sunny D social page was like, hey, I, I went to the University of Minnesota. Trust me when I tell you. Yeah. You should really, you should go after Minnesotans. Oh, it'll up. work. Her it'll engagement work. will be up. Well, and I think it is. Uh, 651-641-1071, a little love letter to Minnesota. We can send it to Sunny D. Also a little bit of a middle finger. Oh, uh, well. What do you love about Minnesota? Who do we have on the line? Anybody? Yeah. We got Charles on the line. You want to talk to Charles? Hi, Charles. Charles. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I love you? about Minnesota. C-S-I-D-S-S-D. Anyway, the people. It's the people. The Minnesotan yeah. people. Yes, because we're not too many, not too many CSIs here. That's yeah. true. No, that's we're true. Very d- light on the CSIs. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you, Charles. Charles. Uh, yeah, we don't get a lot of CSIs, crazy, stupid idiots. A segment we do here on our show uh, from Minnesota. Occasionally, we get the hometown heroes, right? Yeah, that's but, local, local yokel. Yeah, 
here and there, but a smattering, if you will. Uh, But we are nothing like, I don't know, Florida. Where is Sunny Delight located? Sunny Delight in a refrigerator? I don't know. In the refrigerator section? Actually, they're not. They're shelf stable. Um, But truly, where... Oh, my God. They're shelf stable? Aren't they? Oh. I I don't think so. Isn't part of the novelty of Sunny D is that it's in the cold part of the grocery store? I was never allowed to have the Sunny D, so... I was going to say, of the three of us, I feel like you with kids would know, but if you don't buy that for your kids, Uh -uh. I guess we don't know. We don't do that. Uh, Sunny Delight Beverages. Sunny D bag. Seriously, hey. uh, they are—they're uh, a Procter and Gamble company. Um, Great for them, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're happy for them. Uh, fine, whatever. But they don't know Minnesota, and um, that's what I care about. What do you love about Minnesota, Colleen? Listen, I'm going to tell you exactly what I love about Minnesota. Two things. I'm going to tell you two things. Number one, numero uno. By the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to share what you love about Minnesota. The lakes. Oh, yeah. Lots of water. Every time I have a friend who doesn't live in Minnesota (laughs) visit, they go, are you serious? There's lakes right in the middle of the city? Yeah. And I say, yes. There's so many lakes. Yeah. I walk out my door and three blocks away, I got a lake. There's lakes. I got herons. Uh I got uh, ducks of all shapes and sizes. Lucky. I know. Coyotes. Mm. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Uh, So the lakes is number one. Number two, the Four Seasons. And I don't mean the new hotel downtown, (laughs) which is also probably We do. It's our first five-star hotel. Oh, my gosh. We're we're so excited. But honestly, having Four Seasons is... We don't have Four Seasons. Who are you fooling? It's like March 75th right now outside. We have two seasons. We have... Winter? It's okay. At least it's not snowing. Like, those are the two seasons we have. We have winter and don't road yuck, construction. Don't yuck my yum right now. I'm just saying we don't have the four. But I, I, I think, well, no, you tell me what you, what you mean by that. We get all the seasons. I, but I also like a longer spring and a longer fall. And I feel like we get a little bit of that. And then, like, the never-ending winter. But we feel all the feelings here in Minnesota. Yeah. And we, I like that. We do have some people on the line if you want to take yes. some calls. We've got Heather on the, or uh, Megan, rather. We've got Megan on the line. Hey, Megan. Megan, oh. what do you love about Minnesota? I love our theater. I have yes. to work part-time in that suburban dinner theater that advertises with you all. I mean, you can yeah, say it. it. so much fun. Oh, Chan has some dinner theater. Yay. Yeah. yeah, so I, I love it. And it's just so much fun that we have so much wonderful Broadway uh, quality theater here. We actually have the highest Theater seating per capita behind New York City. So yes. this. Shove it, Sunny D. Take it. Thank yes. you. <laughs> I love Shove it. it Sunny D. Shove it, Sunny D. We've got Heather on the line. Hi, Heather. Heather, what do you love about Minnesota? Oh, just a little lake that we have that's the greatest of the Great Lakes, Lake Superior. Agreed. It's it is such a beautiful lake, isn't it? It's it's the best of all of the Great Lakes. I agree. It's the greatest lake. Thank you for your call. That's a great one. Can I also just point out uh, that that lake played uh, host and uh, to the cruise ship that Jamie and I were on in March. Yeah, literally, we went from Barbados to New York City, and that sucker went through the Great Lakes and ended up in Duluth. Did you know that was going to happen? No. Oh wow! And so it showed up, and Jamie and I were like, we should have driven up there to wave at all our friends on board. Right. 
we did. Check to see if your room key still worked. Uh, I know. That'd be awesome. Do we have anybody else on the line? Yeah, we've got Rob on the phone. Hi, Rob. Rob, what do you love about Minnesota? I love all the craft beer and local breweries around town. There you go. They're popping up all over the place still. Uh, And that is something that we have that not everybody else has. True. Very true. Thank you for your call, Rob. Um, You can uh, drink to forget the two seasons we have here in Minnesota. There's four. We get the four. We do not get four seasons. Yes, we do. Road construction. And winter. Yeah. We get Mm -hmm. four seasons. (laughs) Um, Panda wrote, I love everything about Minnesota. But on topic... I love that we're generally a quiet people, but are fiercely indignant about how we're the best around. Thank you very much. Yeah. And then she said, Suni Lee, anyone? Yes. I, uh, yeah. Our Olympian. Thank you very much. There are lots of reasons to love Minnesota. Mosquitoes and um, 30 below temperatures. I think you guys misunderstood the assignment. (laughs) No! Look, I actually, we were just talking about this last night, and I said the two things that will keep me in Minnesota uh, longer than possible, the people and the natural beauty. Thank you. Yeah. Not necessarily are the two the same. Well, that's a fact. (laughs) When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oof. Bradley's going to take us on a gross journey. This oh, one involves Ezra Miller. Oh, yeah, you guys. This is kind of... This is the story. I have not heard this oh, entire good, story. Good. This is like well, a, new, a new chapter of the Ezra Miller story uh, that I didn't ask for. Okay. But we're going to get it because it's Hollywood news after this on My Talk 1071. Did you miss Lord and Lady D-Bag of the day? Good thing we podcast it. Find it on the Clean and Bradley podcast page. Hour two every day on the MyTalk app or MyTalk1071.com. Well, here's a story you maybe haven't heard that is pretty gross about Ezra Miller on the Colleen and Bradley show, MyTalk1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, Ezra Miller's been getting into some trouble, and uh, it sounds like there's more where that came yeah, from. Yeah, so like as if we didn't think the Ezra Miller stories could get stranger. I mean, I feel like the last we heard he'd been arrested, there was just, there was some like shocking stuff going on. He was fighting with people in Hawaii, yeah. I remember. Well, there's like another person involved in this story that I had not even been aware of until TMZ alerted us to this story earlier today. Exclusive Ezra Miller, uh, or it's about Ezra Miller. Parents say actors taking control of their daughter ask court for protective order, meaning <sighs> apparently he's accused of taking control of an 18 year old uh, who he befriended when she was, quote, 12. Holy buckets. Among other things, he's... Wait, and she's 18 now? So this is over the course of the last six years that this has been going on. Yes. And and I was like, where has this story been? Yeah. He's accused of taking control of her. And among other things, he apparently decided what her gender identity is. And I can explain that. But let's start with the protective order, which uh, the parents of uh, Tokata Iron Eyes have uh, filed in court, saying that Ezra Miller is not only a bad influence... Uh, they're in danger to the well-being of an 18-year-old woman. At least that's according to her parents who say... Now, they tell how uh, Ezra met Takata. Okay. Apparently, uh, they met at the 
uh, Standing Rock Reservation in North Dakota when she was 12. Her parents say that Miller flew her to London in 2017 to visit the studio where they were filming Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. She was a big fan. He was a star in the movie. So at the time of the trip, she was 14 and Ezra was 25. That's disturbing, right? Uh, Yes. Now they say, I mean, I don't know. It's hard because like hindsight, sure. I don't know what the parents of... Takata or how they would have described this friendship initially, but as this friendship, quote unquote, continued, apparently they claim that Ezra Miller supplied their underage daughter with alcohol, marijuana and LSD. Uh, And she was how old? When she, well, uh, she was a teenager. I mean, anywhere from the age of I mean, 14 till Not that 18. the age makes it better. Yeah, she was a teenager um, under the age of 18. And uh, the parents went on to say that they flew to Miller's home in January to get their daughter, January of this year, and discovered that she didn't have her driver's license. She didn't have her car keys. She didn't have her bank card and Oof. other items needed to navigate her life independently. And I believe that's where the parents then decided that this person, Ezra Miller, is taking control of uh their daughter okay so you you mentioned earlier something about uh him ezra miller determining her gender identity yep what's that tell me that story yeah so i don't even know like a lot of the details but i will say at tmz at the end goes then there's this they say ezra that is the parents say that ezra's decided tokata is non-binary transgender when she had previously declared herself non-binary queer and gay so i don't know what that you know it sounds like they're implying that Ezra Miller was making decisions or influencing their daughter to a certain identity that she herself uh, was not claiming. And I use she pronouns because that's what TMZ is using. And I don't know the pronouns that Takata uses. Well, Um, and it doesn't sound like Takata is allowed to decide. I mean, if (laughs) yeah, exactly. If you believe, and and again, this is so weird and strange because of course it begs a lot of questions. Like how did the parents find this friendship to be appropriate in the first place, but much less when did it seem to them that things had become inappropriate? Yeah, over the past six years. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I mean, that's a pretty good amount of time to have been witnessing a relationship or a friendship that goes from possibly you know, not a big deal to 
he's actually controlling her. Yep. And I will say that Takata herself has made a statement and it talks about it's really defensive of Ezra. She calls Ezra her comrade um, and says that Ezra has provided loving support and invaluable protection and that she says, I am an adult. I deserve to feel authority in my own body. I'm tired of wondering whether or not cops will show up to section me on a daily basis. I don't know what that means, but uh, it seems like there is obviously some discord between parent and child and it's hard to know, but you have to feel for the parents in some way. Somebody who has apparently applied your child with drugs and alcohol and taken them on international trips. I don't know. I, I feel like I would be concerned. Uh, yeah, especially when you know all the things that Ezra Miller has been tangled up in over the past, you know, however many months. Has Ezra Miller said anything? Well, no. And here's what I also found interesting. So in this TMZ article, apparently... Um, Takata, they, they imply that Takata was there when Ezra was getting in trouble in Hawaii. You'll remember that he, I'm trying to find the actual details right now, but you'll remember that he was, um, like harassing people in Hawaii and then Los Angeles, I think, mm-hmm. um, during their, he got arrested. In fact, we know this because we talked about it on a more than one occasion when he was in Hawaii, but it says they, um, implying that both Ezra Miller and Takata allegedly attacked bar patrons in Hawaii. So so that implies that she was with him at that time. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, listen, I don't there's a lot going on here. And what I'm hopeful about is that the parents are going to get some sort of um, peace or response or opportunity to be in relationship again with their child. I mean, this sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. And you, again, I would have to feel for the parents because assuming the parents have their child's best interest at heart, it would be incredibly difficult, especially once the child turns 18 to maintain some sort of, or, you know, to keep the child safe. Because again, once you're 18, you kind of have the authority to make bad decisions all over the place mm-hmm. if you so choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've been under the influence of somebody, you know, unnecessarily since the age of 12, you can imagine that has had an effect on absolutely one's ability to make choices. Well, you delivered on a very disturbing story. No, it totally came out of the blue this morning. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, we'll, you know, obviously keep tabs on that to the best of our ability. If tabs are available to be kept. Uh, And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some dumb people Doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid. Idiot! Coming at you right after this on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi! And we have a name for them. That name is Crazy, Stupid. Idiots! Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present. C-S-I. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, <laughs> stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. 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 And sometimes other places like... Tennessee. Ooh, Tennessee. Yes, in fact, uh, Nashville. 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 
Uh, we're going to Nashville, which, you know, has a hot chicken, and uh, hipsters love the Nashville right now, right? It's so true. Uh, lady, like, you have, like, lady trips to Nashville left and right. Ah, oh, yes. All the ladies <laughs> all are the ladies are in Nashville. Nashville. <laughs> well, that's I appropriate. Was in Nashville. <laughs> that was totally appropriate, more than you ever realized. Oh, really? So, Metro Nashville Police responded to a call about a lady in an elevator. Now, uh, that's not particularly unusual sounding. Like, there's a lady in an elevator. Maybe she was stuck. I don't know. Or maybe she was just trying to get to another floor. (laughs) Yeah, but you wouldn't call the police for that. Like, I'm trying to go to a floor. (laughs) Help. Uh, No, in fact, she was at, and I can say this because it's the name, right? I don't know. Rhymes with schmass, schmass, schmass. Okay. Lucky is it like a B? It's a B word. Be- behind? No. Okay. I'll Lucky just... B Saloon. Okay. All right. Like. Lucky Doorbell? Oh, oh, I know what you're saying. No. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's just not say it. Lucky. Uh, lucky. Uh, yeah. Lucky B. We'll call it the Lucky Rascal Saloon. The Lucky Rascal Saloon. Lucky <laughs> Saloon on Saturday night. That is where 31-year-old Olivia Clark was found in an elevator. But it's how she was found in the elevator and like what was going on in the elevator that earned this story crazy, stupid, idiot status. I mean, I feel like you gave me a hint earlier, but what I want to say is that she was... No? No, there was none of that happening in the elevator. Love in an elevator. No, there was no love in this elevator. Okay. But when I said ladies like to trip down in Nashville, was she tripping? Well, you know, uh, tripping on uh, alcohol. Licking knobs? Licking knobs. Oh, I was like, what? Like in the elevator? (laughs) No, she was not Uh. licking that. Well, maybe she was. I don't know. But here's what I do know. (sighs) That in the elevator at the Lucky (laughs) Saloon on Saturday Lucky Rascal. Lucky Rascal. (laughs) They found 31-year-old Olivia Clark with no pants. Oh, honey. No, that is not a pants-free zone. So apparently the police showed up to a lady in an elevator with no pants and uh, said, something ain't right here. And the something ain't right continued because she smelled like alcohol. And then they said, ma'am, you're not wearing any pants. And she goes, what? I'm not wearing pants. Ooh, surprise. They said, well, what happened to your pants? I don't know. Where did my pants go? Oh, that is not the kind of night you want to have. Okay, so you don't know where your pants are. Who did you come with, ma'am? I, think I they, don't know. Do they mean that in more than one way? No. Okay. Uh, no. Just one. They go. Uh, who are you? Who are you here with? I don't know. And they go. Well, okay. So you don't have any pants. You don't know who you're here with. Where are you staying again? I don't know. Oof. That's when they decided to take her in uh, to the local jail. Experience transported her, booked her, charged her with uh, public intoxication. Oof, well, Appropriate. Because she wasn't wearing pants. She was. <laughs> oh, God. Her dolphin? What? <laughs> uh, she was booked into the Metro Nashville jail on June 5th, charged with public intox. That's what they call it. Pub intox? I don't know. Uh, ju- judicial commissioner set her bond at $100. I will just say, though. 
Her mugshot looks great for somebody who was pantsless and didn't know where they well, her were. Hair, her hair is still, you know. You know, I mean, looks moderately tousled. Yeah. Um, but, you know, facially, she looks present. I will say in the uh, paperwork, it says, due to the level of intoxication, officers found the defendant was unable to care for herself and was causing a great annoyance to the general public around yeah. her. I mean. Been there. Yeah. Been there. Although. I can't say for sure, but I'm almost positive I never went sans pants. Mm. Sans a belt? Yes. That's a good thing. Anyway, uh, where are we going next? We're going to North Carolina. We're oh, going to go to the airport in North Carolina. I've been there. Have you really? Yeah. Did you meet Alexander Lopez Morel? He's no, 22. No, no. What's he doing? Uh, nothing good. Oh, okay. So he was at the Charlotte Douglas International Airport. He was arriving there from the Dominican Republic on Thursday. And as you know, when you come from another country into our country, you have to go through some procedures, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, so uh, he was going through the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol area. When they found that he was concealing something in a very special area. Would Um, you like to guess what he was concealing where? He was concealing songbirds Mm. in his armpit. Now, funny you should say that because we've actually had songbirds concealed, I think, in a garment at some point. Mm. That is not the case, though, today. Was it in the, uh, was it in the, you know... No, no, it well, wasn't I... in the back door. Oh, not or in the, the front door. <laughs> That's the front door. I don't know. It, it wasn't in either door. Okay. Oh, so it's, but oh. you said a special place. Uh, it is Was it a under a flap? Place. Yes, of something. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> No, not up on his person. <laughs> yeah, it was like the 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 play, the puppetry of the penis. Have you seen that? May, uh, no, that looks like it hurts, and I don't have that equipment. But oof. it's amazing what you can do to that thing. Sailboat. <laughs> Look, it's a pterodactyl. Ah, ah. I'd be afraid that you were going to tear your dactyl. <laughs> okay. I bet Lori's been to that show. Oh, I think I think, I think had, Lori and Julia like had them on their no! show in the studio. No, ninety percent sure. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Twenty years with those kids. I know. Look at that, uh, Alexander Lopez Morel, twenty-two. I, maybe I, it would have helped if I would have shared with you that he was transported with the aid of a wheelchair. Oh, so he had it like in his uh, wheelchair. Four packages. Containing cocaine. Oh, were recovered from his wheelchair cushions. I love how people get real creative about how they're going to smuggle their drugs. And uh, he had sewn them into his electric wheelchair cushions to the tune of three hundred seventy-eight thousand dollars worth of cocaine. Wow, that is a lot of cocaine. That's a whole lot of cocaine. Now, hey, I have a question. Well, it's is a good there... thing he didn't try to shove it up the an area. Or in his, you know, bulls. Uh, <laughs> It'd be a lot. Um, um, does inflation affect drug prices? This is such a great question, Bradley. Not being one who deals <laughs> in uh, the drug arena, I, I can't know. Yeah, imagine the marketplace for that would have its own supply and demand economic That would be rules. really frustrating that like illegal products are still going for, you know, market rates. And I've got to, you know. my berries are costing all kinds of dollars. <laughs> 
can't get up rest yet. It's, it's a hot chicken summer. <laughs> Anywho, uh, uh, a lot of cocaine concealed in a wheelchair and ham. no ham, though. Okay. Uh, he's been arrested. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Points for creativity. That is one we have not heard before. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Bradley Trainer, where are we going next? We are going to Fayette. And I think that Fayette, is that in... Uh... Arkansas? Sure. That sounds right. Yeah, Fayette, Arkansas. It's not Lafayette. No, that's Louisiana, right? There's mm-hmm. also Fayette in Iowa and Fayette County in there Georgia. Are oh, Fayette County. Over. So maybe it's a Georgia. A Georgia. Oh, Georgia. yeah, because it says Tyrone Road at Georgia Highway 75. Okay. Okay, so we are going to Georgia, and I want to tell you about a man who was charged with aggravated assault and aggressive driving after... Doing something horrible, uh, but don't worry, the kid is fine. In oh! fact, what he did was strike a 15-year-old on a bicycle with his ATV. Ah! But it's why, why he did this that earned this story. Crazy, stupid idiots. Why? Honest. Okay, wait. So he he did this intentionally. Mm-hmm. He I'll get you, kids! Rolled into a kid on a bicycle yep. because he was angry. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. oh, I know why. Okay. I know why. Because this is, I would get angry with a kid for this. Okay. Because they didn't have, like, proper headphones on or something. And they were just <laughs> listening uh, to their music out in the open and thinking, like, everybody oh, wants to hear oh, their dumb music. Even get me started. I hate that. I would, uh, no, I'm not going to say this. I would never do anything. But I would, I would take my frustrations to the parents. I would not I would, take my frustrations to the child. I would definitely give an evil eye. That is for sure. Yeah. Okay. Nobody wants to well, hear that. Well, you would that. also get on a bus. Mm-hmm. That's and a fact. yell at the kids. That's we a fact. Know I've done that before. Done that. Listen, if their own parents aren't going to yell at them, don't I'm come gonna... for Colleen because she will go off. Takes a village. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, he tried to teach these kids a lesson because of something they did. Do you want to tell me what they did real quick? What do you think these kids did other than uh, listening without ear your earbuds? Buds. Uh, they farted in their general direction. <laughs> oh. okay. No, they threw a banana peel near a roadway near his house. What do you think this is, Mario Kart? Okay, pardon me. He <laughs> ran this child over. <laughs> he didn't run him over. He struck the kid on the bike. The kid was fine. I'm not excusing it. I'm just saying that he was treated and released, but he didn't like... He didn't cluck clunk. <laughs> no, he didn't cluck clunk. <laughs> Because the kid threw a banana peel near his property. Yes, literally. Sheriff Bar- Barry Babb said a 15-year-old... That's a name. Barry Babb. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sherry Barry Babb. I can't even say it. Sheriff Barry Babb said that a 15-year-old male cyclist on May 31st was riding along Harp Road and threw a banana peel near the edge of the roadway. I have to tell you um, this, like a similar story. Terrell, and then somebody slipped on it. Terrell, well, that's what I thought. That's where I thought this was going like... Has anybody ever actually slipped on a banana peel oh don't even start you know that they have okay don't you think yeah two names i just thought that was a cartoon thing laurel and hardy and hardy (laughs) thank you anyway uh back to sheriff barry babb babb said that uh mr terrell uh that is 57 year old jerry terrell got on his atv followed the kid and struck him in the area of Harp Road and Red Wine, causing the bicycle to wreck. The kid was treated and released. Mr. Terrell was arrested. Now, what's interesting is, in another case, this one... uh, Oh, no, that's unrelated. I thought that this was connected because... 
these kids pulled a gun on uh, a person, but it's not the same oh, kids. Oh, gosh. It's just like it's another story in the same town. But back to the uh, the initial story. Um, again, all the kid did, I would just like to remind you, is throw a banana peel at the edge of a road Mm-mm. that was near his house. So like, it wasn't even it. like That's he threw it but- at him. Or on him yeah. or on his property. It was at the edge of a road near his house. Oh my gosh. Um, that's what what encouraged this fifty seven year old man to get in his ATV and mow down a child. Okay. Now people need to calm down. Remember I said that I had a story yeah. really quickly? Yeah, who do you run into? My cousins <laughs> No, I didn't run into <laughs> anyone. <laughs> Just the other day. No, uh when I was a kid. My uh, cousins, they had neighbors. We went to check the mail. I got bored and I checked the neighbor's mail because I was a dumb kid and I didn't know any better, right? So I just like opened the neighbor's mailbox. That lady came out so fast and started yelling at me. Yeah, because that's illegal. I had to run away because she was so angry. Mm -mm. I was like, I'm just a child. I don't know any better. I didn't know that was illegal. Yeah. Anyway. So basically, it's That's the same what I want to know. It's basically the same as her running me down with an ATV. You know what it was? She was worried that you were going to get your hands on her purn. <laughs> her or purn. Her... <laughs> yeah, the old lady next yeah. door. No, she, my she, Adam and Eve catalog just hi- came. What is she hiding? <laughs> my hot buns! <laughs> Edible panties! It's probably just her publisher's clearinghouse that she was concerned yeah, about. Yeah, no. she was like, I... I'm going to, I need my stamps. Yeah, how am I supposed to go to the bathroom at 345 without my Reader's Digest? When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we got a game to play. That game is called the Throwback.